Hey everybody, how's it going? I'm sitting here almost six days after recording the episode because I've had, you know, some projects going on at home. I bought an uh, entire toy collection from someone and uh, the studio's been kind of a wreck and I haven't been able to access my laptops. Um, maybe I'll, uh, I'm not going to include a, go to my Instagram, I'll show you how much of a wreck my studio is right now. Uh, other than that... I have built a shelter for our stray cat in the backyard. Uh, hopefully he enjoys it and stays warm in the coming winter months. Uh, what else? Oh, we had uh, an enormous crack in the ceiling of our living room and I uh, got that repaired. Uh, I didn't know how easy that would be, but I, uh, I enjoyed watching the process of that being done and... Uh, I think if that ever happens again anywhere else, I could probably handle that. Um, what else? Not much else has been going on. Um, yeah, that toy collection really slowed things down in the old podcast studio. Hopefully uh, we can get these cranked out on time from now on. Um, so yeah, look for that. Um, as far as any other announcements, I think we're good. As usual, the podcast is brought to you by... LoneStarButtons.com Lone Star Buttons can be your source for quality pin-on buttons. Do you have something to promote? Maybe a project? Maybe an event coming up? Maybe a business? Maybe you have a small business or a large business and you want something inexpensive to promote said project, event, or business? Look no further, my friends. LoneStarButtons.com is here for you. They can manufacture your design in the form of Buttons in different sizes and shapes, magnets, mirrors, and bottle openers. They do a great job. I've worked with them for a few years now and a few orders, and they've always come through with no problem whatsoever. Um, to get in contact with Lone Star Buttons, you can email info at LoneStarButtons.com or you can call the owner, Adam Stimpy Jones, at 281-798-1996. Use the coupon code I want to suck on your hairy tits and get some buttons thrown in for free. We're also brought to you by Jessica Dieter, agent of insurance. I know you have insurance. So do I. But you know what I don't have? Expensive insurance. Because why? Why would you do that to yourself? You got to have it. But why pay more than you need to? If you live in Texas, you can call Jessica Dieter at 281-607-5263. Have her shop your insurance around. Um, she can shop home, flood, auto, and renter's insurance. Um, she can shop multiple A-rated carriers, meaning she can get the best price for a quality policy. You can also email her at jessica.deter, that's D-I-E-T-E-R, at G-F-G, oh geez, let me start that over, jessica.deter at G-H-F-S.net. But it's better to call anyway. That way you get a sense of her excellent customer service. Her phone number again is 281-607-5263. Caller or you dumb. Also, if you want to take part in the show, that being sending in friend questions or any general information you think we ought to know, you can email the show at rotwpodcast at gmail.com. Also, if you check your Instagram every five minutes like most of us do, we have an account there that's chock full of shocking information in the uh, conspiracy zone, if you know what I mean. 
it's basically all we talk about and uh sometimes we'll post some really old videos that are very current with today's information no situation yeah so go on over look us up give us a follow um what else we got coming to you pre-recorded live from atomic age studio a in beautiful pasadena texas it's the revenge of the world podcast with your host me gabe google me Dieter, and bitchin brennan birch Hey everybody, it's Gabe Dieter here, coming to you fresh at 11 a.m. on a Friday morning. Yeah. <laughs> With me as always is bitchin' Brennan Birch. Hey everybody, how you doing out there in Radio Land? <laughs> Are we doing our morning show now? <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, what's up, man? <laughs> oh man, I don't know. Uh, it takes so much energy to do that. Man. I don't know how people can fucking... Mountains of cocaine. Oh, yeah. Mountains yeah, of cocaine. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you got any? You got any of it? Nah, I just, I just finished a big cold brew. Oh, okay. That's, that's about as close as I get these days. <sighs> yeah. I had some uh, Jack in the Box coffee earlier. All right, that'll wake you up. That shit's pretty good. Is it? Hey, can I do a uh, unboxing real quick? <laughs> yeah, sure. Even though it's just audio? Yeah, audio I, unboxing. I, I had to go to the post office Yeah. and pick up a package from, I think, Hong Kong. <laughs> Not sure. We can we can do this and see if it's uh, incredible or incredibly disappointing. Yeah, which is always fun. Yeah, this is exciting. It's always fun to ship something from across the world and be completely disappointed, and then open it like on a form of media that no one can see. Correct. <laughs> All right. Let's All see. right. Let's okay. see. What we got? What we got? Got some bubble wrap. Blue bubble wrap. You can call. It. Yeah. There you go. Okay. It's very tall. It's very black. I don't know. What is it? That's pretty cool. What is that? That is Baltan from Ultraman. Huh. Wow. That's, that's pretty cool. uh that's pretty badass. Yeah, I like it. I was not expecting how massively cool this is. Yeah. Wow. All right. Yeah. Well that wasn't disappointing at all. That's that's pretty sweet. Yeah. That is gonna go great with my uh Shogun Warriors. Yeah, that's that's pretty big. What the, the thing's probably about two feet tall, huh? Where can I put this? <laughs> I don't know, man. Enormous. You're, you're starting to run out of space. <laughs> yeah, we got room on the floor. Yeah. All right. Well, hell, that's cool. Can't wait to uh, not play with that later. <laughs> uh, what else we got going on, Brennan? Ah, oh, man. I don't. I, How you been? You're you're sounding a little sickly. Yeah, yeah. We went to Renfest last weekend and uh, caught the Black Plague. Yeah, caught caught the ye old Black Plague. <laughs> Those damn infested rats. Yeah. Well, like I don't know. Like, I've, I've been trying to like take Nate to stuff like that because yeah. you know he's uh, he's really into like kind of what he calls crafting. You know, just oh, like, yeah? like, you know, make, he makes a lot of his own like toys and stuff like out of paper and, uh-huh. you know, cardboard swords and things like that. It's like super into it. And that's cool. You know, that's he, imagination. Yeah. He's using his imagination and, you know, doing stuff with his hands. I'm, I'm a thousand percent for that. So like, I always try to like take him to like Comic-Con and stuff like that. And, you yeah. know, so he can see that there's other people that do that, you know, and yeah. that there's a whole, you know, <clears throat> realm of possibility for him, you know? So yeah. try to make sure I, you know, encourage that in him. So, like, that was kind of a big deal with, you know, taking the Renfest because I wanted to see, you know, because, I mean, say what you will about the Rennies, they they put a lot into it, you know? <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, and it's a lot of like cool different crafts. You know, there's like people that make stuff out of steel and people that make stuff out of leather, and you know, it's it's really interesting. Yeah. So we went we went there and uh, got sick. <laughs> uh, the, the one thing that I really liked about it, which is completely out of place, was uh, there was like this like a haunted house kind of. Oh yeah. Like there, there was like two sides. Like one side was like the haunted house, and the other side was just like a kind of walk through thing with some movie memorabilia. Right. That, that occasionally would shoot air at you at high pressure. <laughs> <laughs> That's always fun. Yeah, I mean, which scared the hell out of Nate. He hated it. Oh, really? Yeah, just like every like couple minutes, he'd just be like, Psh! and he would just like jump and freak out, you know? <laughs> He's like, I hate that sound. And like, even after we got out of there, he was like, I still hear that sound every couple of minutes. So he got traumatized. So I can oh, never take man. him to a haunted, haunted house, I guess. But uh, when we were walking through there, like, this is probably the most excited that I've been in a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Like the first thing, like right when you walk in, okay, there was like some like Star Wars Rogue One stuff or whatever. But then you make a right Rogue One stuff at the Ren Fest. Yeah, it was weird. It's huh. like it's like all just movie props, like real like screen used movie stuff. Oh, but really? Whenever you walked in, and you made the first right. Right there when you walked in was like Hellraiser movie props. Yeah, I was so freaking excited, <laughs> <laughs> just like laughing. And this Ren Fest is gonna kick some ass. It's like it was completely out of place, but. I was so happy to see that stuff for real. Like, That's cool. I, I was kind of surprised at how happy I was, you know. Yeah. But like, they had like like the face, you know, from the very end where like the the stepdad gets torn apart and you know, he's like Jesus wept. Like the face that's always like stretched out on the hooks. They yeah. had the actual appliance. Oh wow! And they also had one of like the lament configurations that was like screen used, you know, like the little puzzle box. Yeah. And it, it, I was just so happy to see that stuff. That's cool. <laughs> like just like like a little kid like giggling and taking pictures like oh my god like didn't uh didn't hellraiser start like in the renaissance uh time period um there was like flashbacks like when the boxes were made by that one guy yeah i mean it's like wasn't it back then i mean it was like uh I'm trying to make sense of the connection, and I know I well, should. No, there, there is no connection because, like, there was yeah. like gremlin stuff and like alien, <laughs> and you know, it was it was just you know just screen used props. That's all it was. It was just yeah. like a little walkthrough to see the stuff that would occasionally shoot air at you and traumatize my child. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, I was really really excited to see all that stuff, and they had like some armor from like Xena Warrior Princess, and you know, hmm. just a bunch of weird kind of goofy things. Like they had one of the the screen used gremlins, and you know, I don't know, I, I just got a kick out of it. I really enjoyed it. Uh. What uh? What is that guy's name? Uh, Rick Baker. Yeah. Uh, Rick Baker's been doing a lot of media lately. Well, yeah, he's like retired now. He just yeah. He goes on everybody's podcast and talks about all the cool stuff that he's ever done. (laughs) He was on Rogan, but you know, since I watched that on YouTube, they recommended this other thing, and it was uh, it was a, a long interview with a tour of his warehouse. Yeah. And it just has like everything that he's ever fucking done. In That's there. awesome. Uh, but I imagine that when a guy makes props, mm-hmm. like there's just so much that he can just toss out and give to people. Yeah. You know, because you can't keep everything, right? No, you, you can kind of keep like one of everything. I mean, those things are yeah. big, you know. And he was saying that that stuff, <coughs> that stuff uh, that he used to use, like when he was doing like American Werewolf, mm-hmm. which was, I think, his second motion picture yeah um, was made i mean all that stuff was made out of organic like uh uh like uh plant rubber yeah like from rubber trees Mm -hmm. so all that shit just rots yeah just deteriorates and like he said it's still that way but it's gonna take a longer time to disintegrate right and he was just talking about like uh you know he'll he'll run into some of his stuff in in people's collection and it and it's like still in great shape Mm -hmm. 
So like, I don't know, man, how long is that shit going to last? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that stuff deteriorates. I mean, but I mean, at the same time, there's also stuff from King Kong that's still, Mm -hmm. you know, in pretty decent shape, you know, like the hand. No, uh, I don't, I don't really remember anything. Well, I mean, I mean, even going back to like the original like movies, like all the the seventies King Kong. No, like the thirties stuff. Like a lot of that stuff is still, you know, in reasonable shape. Like there's still like stuff from plan nine from outer space. That's still in great condition. There's, there's a ton of stuff that survives, but you know, it just kind of, I guess depends on the environment that it's kept in or whatever. Hmm. Well, there's a guy named Bob Burns that has a a museum mm -hmm. where he got to keep a lot of stuff. Yeah. He he grew up around a lot of that stuff. So he, I, actually, that's who I was thinking of when I was talking about the King Kong amateurs and stuff like that. He, he still has all the screen use stuff from that. Right. But, you know, yeah. he's a person that took care of it and loved it, so it lasted forever. Right. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know. That shit's really cool. Yeah. Uh, so anything else from RenFest standing out? Uh, let's see. Did you see the jousting? We uh, started watching it. But like you know, the whole, there's like a whole buildup to like the jousting thing. Mm-hmm. Like the the way the show works is like the queen comes out, and then like all the people that represent the different countries come out, and then there's like this whole like kind of warm up thing where they do this thing where they have to catch the rings on the lance, and then they have to hit the the little wooden guys with the swords, and you know it's it, it takes a little while. You're and sitting at the rodeo, basically. Kind of yeah. <laughs> and Nate was so bored. Yeah, <laughs> could not have been more bored. You know, seeing medieval people you know reenact you know <laughs> yeah these like took takes a lot of skill yeah it's, but... it's, it's really cool like I, th- I thought it was really awesome i mean then the show was entertaining and you know i was having a pretty good time but man yeah, yeah if you're eight years old <laughs> yeah like get to the sword fight already you know <laughs> but yeah we sat there for about half an hour and he was just like bored out of his skull so mm. we had to go buy him a wooden sword Oh, okay. Well, that, that, that was his whole goal for the day, was to get a wooden sword. Oh, really? That's what he wanted to do. Wow. And he got this, once he got his wooden sword, he was kind of checked out for the rest of the day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I put that kid on a horse. I put that kid on an elephant. Like, Damn. <laughs> we, we went all out, and yeah, all I really cared about was the sword. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, so, you know, I mean, he got what he wanted out of it, I guess, but <laughs> we got to done that for a lot cheaper. Yeah, you could have... Uh, uh, two sticks together yeah the boy loves a stick <clears throat> well while you were at Renfest, <laughs> i was out uh discharging some ammo with my uncle really i have never had i mean i've shot guns before uh-huh. uh but going with my quiet uncle yeah that i also went to see iron maiden with so i know there's a side of him that is fucking <laughs> barbaric yeah uh it was fun man uh when's the last time you went shooting uh i mean like actual i mean we shot a bb guns at my dad's house or whatever this past time i went there but uh as far as actual shooting it's been a while yeah me yeah. too i i don't even remember the last time before that yeah but uh it was fun man it, you, it's crazy like as i'm doing you know shooting uh it made me think of all <laughs> all the like rednecky people that uh actually carry guns day on a daily basis mm-hmm. and uh I'm like, man, this gives you like kind of a sense of security and a sense of power. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't know if I'm comfortable, but I mean, I'm not a hypocrite because I I have a gun uh for home protection. I don't carry a gun, but uh I could definitely see the need to or think you need to to carry, but uh it's just a it's a weird thing to get your head wrapped around. Yeah. Like all the all the psychological facets of it, you know? Yeah, like, I mean, like I, I think the one thing that like people like don't like to talk about is just that guns are fun. <laughs> like, guns are fun, man. Like shooting guns is fun. Yeah, it really is. Like yeah. whether no matter what your politics are, if if you can like get over just like the little hump of fear of doing it, it's fun. It really is, dude. But 
I unloaded my weapon into the target's head. Yeah. <laughs> and I felt so creepy. I looked <laughs> I looked over my shoulder like around the whole place <laughs> and I'm like, tell my uncle, you know, hey, is it creepy that I just unloaded <laughs> my gun into this target's head only? And uh he was like, No, not uh, really. That's just it's like okay. You're just kind of a good shot. So I kept <laughs> shooting in the head. Because <laughs> yeah. I don't want hand to hand combat with someone in my house. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I get it's risky. It. I get it's risky. It. I get it to that point, but I do think the open carry thing is definitely silly. Uh, I, I mean, the way that I see it, you know, I got in and out of Afghanistan without ever firing a shot. You can make it to Seven Eleven, you know. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, speaking of that, there, I'm on the next door app, mm-hmm. and there's been a lot of shooting in my in my neighborhood. Yeah, which comes to our first uh, point on the dock. Uh, what does it say? Oh, Gabe D and the PPD. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> so uh, the other day there was a a shot fired outside my house mm-hmm. because I may or may not have a neighbor or two that are in gangs. Yeah, and there's been all kinds of drama uh, in the neighborhood about that. Some kid got killed over by my uncle's house, and it was the same gang related to that. Jeez. And uh, that kid went to jail. Yeah. I mean, he's he's. He's going to be gone for a long time. But, you know, the remnants of that are still around my house. Mm-hmm. And someone, I guess, sending a message, shot outside of their car. Yeah. And the police were called. They came, they they looked around, and they left. Well, my neighbors were still out by the street, so I went out to, to see what was going on. Because me and Jess were in the backyard. We, we heard it, but we didn't see anything. Yeah. And uh, my neighbors who may or may not be gang-related, found the casing that was in the street. So, you know, all my neighbors were saying, we should call the cops. And uh, I was like, oh, I'll call them. No problem. So I went, got my phone, called them. Yeah, they'll they'll be here. Those supposed neighbors that are possibly in a gang uh, went back inside their house. Mm -hmm. uh, Because they didn't didn't want to answer any questions, of course. Right. But, uh, yeah, it was weird, man. This uh this cop came to my door. I met him. Very like quiet. Didn't didn't really have a conversation with me. Yeah. I only had to answer like three questions and then I'm done. You know. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a weird thing. Like like this kind of thing panics people, but the cops or that one cop, it seemed more procedural. You know. Yeah. To where they were trying to get from point A to point B, and you know everything in between was a waste of time. Right. Like communicating to the neighborhood uh i don't know man it was just weird it was a weird experience i don't have too many uh interactions with cops so i don't know man yeah it's uh it's weird to have people shooting guns uh randomly in your neighborhood yeah and just well like the good old actually <laughs> actually not that random because you know there's there's people in that life yeah. uh and you know i don't you know if you want to do that i'm not going to stop you but you know, there's people that live around you that you should probably be thinking of. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, is that too much to ask? <laughs> Can you just Pro- shoot each other in your Pro- own poems? <laughs> I'm like, uh, please direct it towards your, yourselves, not other people. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's not a lot of ammo discipline with no with, no. with, people, with the gang life. <laughs> people think guns are toys, and they're not, man. They're, yeah. They're weapons. They're uh, tools of death. Yep, that's what they are, and uh, you shouldn't be fucking around. Yeah, no matter uh, how fun they are. 
you know, speaking of my community, I almost got beat up the other day. Oh God, why? Uh, so calling the cops. Jess calls me in the morning. <laughs> no, Jess calls me in the morning on her way to work, and she says, "Hey, I just saw a family pulled to the side of the road. A little girl got out holding a puppy. She kissed the puppy and put it on the ground. Yeah, and they left. They took off in their car. Yeah, immediately." I put on my clothes and I fucking got in my car and went to where she said it happened. Yeah. You know, because I like dogs. Right. <laughs> Jess is allergic to most dogs, but uh, you know, if if a dog is probably gonna get run over and killed, yeah, we're we're gonna take it. Oh, is this whenever you were texting me about dogs the other day? No, no, no. Okay. No. <laughs> uh, this is that was after. But uh, so she said this uh this girl dropped off a Yorkie. I'm like, cool. I like Yorkies. Mm-hmm. They're, they're cute, sweet dogs. Um, so I went to where it happened. I looked around. Uh, did not see any kind of animal. Yeah. It was kind of weird for my neighborhood. Uh, so I, I circled, you know, around that area. And I went down my street because it could have could have possibly made it that far. Right. And I see this little Yorkie, uh, you know, on the sidewalk. Right. Uh, not too far from my house. So I'm, you know, I'm on the phone with Jess and I scream, ah, Yorkie, you know, real <laughs> high pitch, sissy sounding. Yeah. Uh, what else are you supposed to do? It's a Yorkie puppy. Um, <coughs> so I pull over, I open my passenger door and I'm like, come on, come on. Yeah. And Yorkie's too small. He can't get him. She can't. No, he can't get in my car. Yeah. So I get out of my car. I'm pulled into the street like a cop. Like, right. Like I'm about to fucking raid a house. Uh, and I grab this, or I pet the Yorkie first, you know, yeah, to make him feel comfortable with me. And immediately he rolls over and mm. shows me his belly. So I start, you know, you know, rubbing on him. And uh, Jess pulls in, just like a backup cop. Yeah. <laughs> and, and she's like, "Did you you found it?" And uh, all of a sudden I hear, "Hey!" And I look up. I'm holding this dog, yeah, like, like a fucking baby, yeah, uh, in my hands, not in my arms, but in my hands. I look up and I see this guy with a confused and angry look on his face. Uh-huh. And I'm like, is this your dog? Yeah. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh shit. And uh, Jess took over from there. She's yeah. like, I saw this uh, person drop this York- drop a Yorkie off down the street. And I was like, fuck, yeah. this guy's going to kick my ass. So I gently <clears throat> put the dog back down on its back yeah. <laughs> the way he, he was and uh, just waved at the guy and fucking... Got in my car and left. Yeah. I didn't want anything to do with that. And that's what you get for trying to do something nice. Yeah. Uh, I do want a Yorkie. (laughs) They're (laughs) fucking really cute dogs. Um, I don't know. I felt like if that was my dog and somebody was just grabbing it off the street Uh or off the side of the street, I would be pretty pissed off. Yeah, probably so. But at the same time, you should be taking care of your freaking dog. Yeah. Why is your dog? Why are you letting your dog run loose next to the street? It was, uh, (laughs) it was in a dangerous spot. It's a really bad idea. Like, and why is like your kid like letting the dog out on the street and just letting it? Oh, those people were trash. Like, (laughs) I I don't know. I mean, I was there in a matter. I I don't know. I don't even think it was three minutes. Yeah. Because it was so close and I was, you know, out the door so quick. Yeah. Somebody must have picked it up or maybe that family turned around and got it. Yeah. Maybe they're, you know, who knows what kind of fucked up lesson they were trying to teach their kid. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was gone. So. Hopefully it's okay somewhere. Yeah. Hmm. So you're going to get a dog now? You know, we don't have any animals after our cat's dead. Mm-hmm. And I'm really lonely in my house by myself. So <laughs> I need I need a little friend, I think. Yeah. Uh, 
but we debate about it. We go back and forth because Jess is allergic to a lot of dogs. I mean, pretty much just dogs. Mm-hmm. And uh, she wants to get a poodle because they're supposedly hypoallergenic, which I also read no dogs are hypoallergenic. Yeah. But poodles, they're not supposed to shed very much. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I never saw myself as a poodle owner, but my <laughs> my granddad was happy with his. Yeah. My grandparents uh, had two poodles. So I don't know. Yeah. They seem cool, <laughs> playful, energetic. Small enough. Small, very yes. Yeah. Very, uh, very small. Speaking of needing a little friend, I deleted my Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I noticed that. Yeah. That's, that's, that's been great. Yeah. Oh my God. Such a relief. How many, uh, how many friend questions did you get from Instagram? None. All right. <laughs> this show's going, please. It's going to be short. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's been really, really relaxing. Really? Yeah. Like, did you, were you on Facebook a lot? Yeah. I mean, at work, I have a lot of downtime, you yeah. know, where I just don't do anything. So. That, that was just always my kind of default you know you check reddit check av club check cnn okay i'm bored facebook <laughs> oh. and just like now you're on cnn more no no now <laughs> i don't really do much of anything i do like a little bit of like instagram but that's kind of it yeah and yeah it's like i don't know anybody's opinions about anything and it feels good <laughs> that's pretty badass uh i only check facebook once a day like right before i go to bed just mm-hmm. to do some light reading yeah. uh i kind of have all my news feed at the at the top so i get that first and then after that it's everything else. like all i was getting was just advertisements and like things that were several days old from other people you know so like and that's what instagram is too i I don't really see as much i mean my seems like on instagram i see more of things that i actually am interested in yeah like i don't see any political stuff at all yeah. Which I mean that was kind of like, that was part of what was creeping me out is like seeing like my dad's like posts come up from like conservative stuff and like like, like talking to him in his life. Uh-huh. You know, it's it's like a two different people almost. Yeah. It's weird, you know? Cuz my dad's a great guy. Yeah. But man, my dad on the internet, he's starting to suck. Yeah. He used to be good at the internet. He was so good at Facebook in the beginning. He didn't post all the time. He just posted like cool pictures of like when he went fishing or whatever, like great nature shots and stuff. And that was kind of it. Yeah. But man, he's getting into political Facebook now. I'm just like, man, come on. Have you, you talked to him about it? We, we've talked a little bit, but you know, he was doing so good though. That's what was so disappointing. Like yeah. he was great at the internet at first. <laughs> hey man. But he, he got sucked in. You, you can't be a, fr- a fan of people for more than a couple years. It seems like on, yeah. on uh, social media. Yeah uh people change i mean not people but you know content changes yeah so, which you know that oh, I, don't know, man. I was gonna bring this up later but since it's kind of going towards that uh what do you think about all the star wars hate going on i know, I know it's not it doesn't really really it's, it's nothing new yeah <laughs> but like okay i found this uh youtube channel i don't really want to say their name because they suck and I don't, but they're, they're 100% dedicated to hating on things. Like it's their default position yeah. on stuff. They show no love to any, anything they're fans of. Yeah. And it's just trying to tear shit down. That, like other, like 90% of their content is shitting on other podcasts. Yeah. And what? the rest is like, I don't know, man. Th- that's, I, I feel so. That That's the nerd internet now. Yeah. And it sucks. Yeah. Like, uh, actually I, I was kind of, uh, I'm, I'm on Twitter like a little bit and the big thing this week was people complaining that the new black Christmas remake is being going to be rated PG 13. Uh-huh. 
but like I, I guess it was it was rated R like in the and then they did the test screening or whatever and you know people complained about certain aspects so they cut those and now it's rated PG-13 mm-hmm. and like the horror movie nerd internet has lost their minds you know just oh nothing can be good if it's rated if it's rated PG-13 blah 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 which there's a whole list of movies that have been pretty good that are yeah. PG-13 whatever I don't know and it's just but you know you also look at you know it's female directed written by two female screenwriters all strong female cl- cast fighting strong white men that's Ooh. really what's happening here Fuck. that's what people are really mad about if well, you look but you know i think that's also kind of what's going on with star wars too is there's a lot more inclusiveness happening in the newer star wars stuff and you know you know even though i hate it i, I watch a lot of it uh and i i get some of the criticism yeah i agree with a lot of the criticism yeah what i don't agree with is throwing the baby out with bathwater. yeah and just pretty much okay all right let me start from the beginning <laughs> star wars hater star wars fans <coughs> i mean i'm talking about star wars nerds yeah at, before the fucking internet even mm-hmm. existed yeah always hated on other sci-fi stuff yeah definitely and you know i've i've just been a sci-fi fan my whole life i like star trek star wars fucking planet of the apes all that shit yeah. you know uh forbidden planets like my favorite fucking movie right now um but running into specifically star wars fans mm-hmm. in the uh you know pre-internet days uh they always hated on other shit right and comparing it to star wars well then what happens Lucas comes out with the prequels mm-hmm. and they really don't have a leg to stand on because it's kind of evened everything out. Like yeah. you get, you know, four through six and it's amazing. You get one through three and it's not less, so. not less so amazing. amazing. <laughs> I mean, if you look at it today, it's pretty bad. It's yeah. pretty bad. It's got, some, but it's got its high, high points, you know, you know, I watched the Phantom Menace a week ago. Yeah. It's still, it's like, it's bad. Yeah. The Phantom bad. Menace is a bad movie. There are aspects of Revenge of the Sith that are great. The last one, yeah. like the third one. Like the first 15 minutes of Revenge of the Sith, I'll put up against anything else in Star Wars. Mm. Pretty solid. Yeah. You know, and there, there's a lot of good things about it. There's a lot of the worst things about Star Wars in it too. But yeah, it's like, I don't know. Like what, what really is interesting to me about the prequels is the people that just completely shat on them. Mm-hmm. The whole, you know, time that they came out, whenever the new ones came back, they immediately flipped on their opinion on the prequels. Well, the prequels are better than this. Uh... And you know what? No, I, I, I don't care what you're about to say. <laughs> no, no. Well, okay. uh, the prequels, the, the new movies are better than the prequels. I think that's yeah. my opinion. But there is, there are like, I don't think that was a storyline that was meant to be made for these last three movies, you know? Well, none of it's been planned. <laughs> huh? None of it's planned. You know, yeah, Lucas no. says he has these nine movies written. No, he wrote one movie. It made a ton right. of money and he had to figure it out. Yeah. He reverse engineered the whole thing. No, no, that's <laughs> obvious. And I, I'm, I'm not I'm not really addressing that. It's just I don't think Disney knew what to do with three movies with a block of three movies mm. because there were so many fucking there were so many. What is it, chefs in the kitchen? Is yeah. That what it, what it, yeah. I mean, there, there were too, too many. Yeah. Too many cooks in the kitchen. But there yes, were, there they were go. also trying to make like nine movies at once. You know, <laughs> they, they they wanted Star Wars in perpetuity until the universe dies. Well, they knew that they knew that the Skywalker saga was going to end. So that their responsibility was to make one three part movie. 
Yeah. You know, and they didn't do that. They used too many fucking writers. They used too many. I mean, directors, that's fine, but. Yeah, I mean, they were different. You got to write one fucking story and make have it make sense. You know, that's yeah. that's the way trilogies are made. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't just hire a writer for the second <laughs> fucking movie. That's crazy. Yeah. It's, uh, so, you know, that's my opinion. Yeah. Seeing other people just, you know, shit on stuff. I understand the frustration and I kind of think they deserve it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just, you know, cause I had to hear all the bitching and moaning for so many years. Yeah. Uh, I'm just kind of taking a couple steps back and watching the, watching the party from here. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm finding that I'm engaging less and less with that stuff, especially since being off Facebook mm-hmm. and I enjoy a lot of things a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. Just not having that noise. Well, dude, I like reviewing my own fucking movies, you know? If it's good, I'll fucking say it was good and (laughs) recommend it to people. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to have the same taste as everybody, but, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, that's the way it should be, I think. I I think creating an economy around shitting on stuff isn't very creative. It's it's bad business, you know? It's just... I can't can't support it. But uh, anyway, sorry to to go off your dad's... uh, social media thing but <laughs> no that's fine yeah i don't know man the internet's not for everybody yeah <laughs> i think is the point of the conversation yeah I, I i just i don't know i feel like i just don't care about most of what's out there yeah and i've kind of been able to engineer a way because i mean my, my whole argument for not leaving facebook a long time ago was always what well, we'll never know what's going on whatever you know i'll never know you know when there's shows and stuff like that yeah i just kind of followed stuff that i like on instagram and now i know when the shows are and yeah. it's you know, and you can also go look at your, your local weekly paper or whatever. And but you know, Instagram, it, I mean, posts are being seen for in what's been going on with my feed for yeah. like a whole week. Mm-hmm. Like you just post one one thing and watch it and people are seeing it a week later. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if yeah. you'll be up with the times on everything. Well, there, there have been a couple of things that I have missed because of that. But there's also other ways for me to find out things that are going on. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Everybody that's, has a voice. And that's that's a big part of the problem. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh freedom has its price. <laughs> yeah. Uh oh, what else? What do you think about the Mandalorian? You've watched it. I haven't watched any of it. You haven't watched it? No, I don't have Disney Plus. Holy shit. No, I haven't watched it. Dude, it's great. I, I loved it. Yeah. I, I think it was the the most I've enjoyed anything Star Wars in a, a long time. Yeah, like it's the, like a completely fresh mm-hmm. thing. I mean, uh you know, I've been watching, um, I watched Clone Wars, the animated thing, mm-hmm. and then I watched, uh, You're watching Rebels, Rebels. where I came in today. I watched Rebels, and, uh, there's a lot about the Mandalorians in that, mm-hmm. um, but to see one come to life, uh, it's pretty cool, because you kind of know, like, a little bit of the backstory. Right. Um, and no, you know, people saying Boba Fett was a Mandalorian. No, he wasn't. He was a, cl- he was. Yeah. Just a dude. Uh, he was a bounty hunter, yeah, and he got Mandalorian armor right. somehow. And uh, you know, you actually he was a clone of. of he's uh, a clone of Django. Django Fett. But uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It's it's really cool. Yeah. They they showed some. Uh, you know my my big disappointment with a lot of a lot of Star Wars uh, lately is that the majority of the cast is human. Mm-hmm. Like it's all. Yeah, there's not where, enough, not enough know, aliens. Uh, Chewbacca's not cutting it. You know, mm-hmm. it's cool. He's cool because yeah. he's a throwback. But you know, give me somebody else. Yeah, somebody that talks and can interact with people. 
you don't go into outer space to talk to fucking somebody that lives next door to you. you yeah, know? you want to talk to Jar Jar. Uh, <laughs> that would be a short conversation <laughs> um, for him or for the rest of his life. Uh, I don't know, man. It's uh, it's fun. It's fun. The new show is fun. And, yeah. uh, it's very well done. And the quality is definitely there. Can't I just want to see Werner Herzog in Star Wars. <laughs> Dude, yeah. He fucking... Just seeing him appear on screen... I was like, wow, that's really him. Yeah. And, you know, he did a great job mm. acting. He, his English was, was great. Yeah. Solid. Uh, and he pulled off, like, a sense of, of danger. Mm. But, yeah, man, that show's cool. Mm. I can't wait to see uh, Gina Carano. She's pretty badass. Yeah. Um, what else we got, Brennan? Anything else before we get to on to the news? Uh, no, that's, that's pretty much it. That's it. Okay. We all know what time it is. It's time for the news with Gabriel Dieter and friends. What do we got? Arkansas Hunter dies after being attacked by the deer he thought was dead. Revenge. Yes. Sweet revenge. Okay. Thomas Alexander, 66, was hunting deer near, near Yellville on Tuesday night when he believed he had successfully shot a deer, officials said. Uh, Alexander, who lived in the area and was an experienced hunter, was sitting on an elevated deer stand during, during the state's muzzleloader season. Uh, let's see, he went to check on his kill. Whoa, 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 whoa. What? Muzzleloader season? Yeah, yeah, they, they have a separate deer season for people that shoot, like, black powder rifles. Meaning muskets. Muskets, yes. They Like, you pack the powder with a ball, and yeah. So, okay, continue. <laughs> uh, he went to check on his kill and soon discovered the animal was in fact not dead. Uh, it appears he shot the deer and had put his rifle down near the deer stand, walked over to check and make sure it was dead, and then whatever happened, happened. <laughs> uh, see, the deer got back up and attacked Anderson, who suffered several puncture wounds into on his body. Uh, our assumption is the deer did gore him with his antlers. <laughs> What's really weird, this story uh, happened near Yellville. That's the place that I was talking about where they were throwing the turkeys out of the airplane. Whenever I what? Went, whenever I went on that vacation with my dad. Oh, my God. Yeah, like when we were, when we were up in the mountains and like they were throwing turkeys out of the airplane and they would fly to the ground. <laughs> that is insane. Yeah, so that's that's the part of the country we're in. Yeah, okay, that makes a little more sense. Yeah. Um, let's see, Alexander was by himself but was able to call his family for help, who then called emergency responders. He later died in the hospital. Officials do not plan to do an autopsy. <laughs> wow. It's very clear how he died. Yeah, man. I don't know. Maybe don't kill deer with a blowgun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, if you're going to go and kill something, you better use an adequate weapon. <laughs> he probably knocked the deer out <laughs> and the deer woke up pissed off and yeah. kicked his ass. Who did this? Who did this? <laughs> Ow. Ow. <laughs> You fucker. I mean, that, that's about like getting shot with a riot bullet, I would imagine, you know, a little harder. Yeah, it's a, it's man. a ball bearing, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's basically yeah, just a little ball. And that's insane, man. Pack it with black powder and ignite it and they pull the trigger in. I feel bad for all parties involved. Really? <laughs> I don't feel bad for that guy, man. Really? Uh, no, I, I think, you know, it's fine if you're into like those muzzleloader guns or whatever, but man, you're trying to kill something. You, you should, I mean, for one thing, it's kind of cruel to use a weapon that's not adequate enough to actually bring it down, you know? I mean, you, if you're going to if you're going to be a hunter, I think you have a responsibility to at least, you know, make it quick. Yeah. Well, I think people of the time period were probably a little more cautious uh <laughs> going up to the deer cuz they knew how shitty their weapon was. Right. Um so shame on him for not. Well, I mean, even if he did bring his gun with him, he 
had a muzzle loader with him. It's not like he could reload. <laughs> it, it takes he a, might have had a pistol. Yeah, I mean, you're I so, yeah. If if the deer's uh, alive, you're supposed to put it out. Yeah, you, you know? are. But so, this dude just sucks. Yeah, maybe the deer got a jump on him. He he probably really thought it was dead. Yeah, you know. And uh, yeah, well, deers are pretty crazy. Yeah, you know, they're not. They're not weak animals. No, they're <laughs> not. They're not. Uh, you know, you shouldn't fuck around with a deer. They yeah. can be obviously they can be dangerous. Yeah. So yeah. Don't yeah, stay away from the deer. Yep. Leave, leave them alone, man. Yep. Can you imagine getting stuck <laughs> with antlers? That's got to be painful. I mean, never never in a million years did that guy imagine he would die the same way that Ke- uh, Kiefer Sutherland died in The Lost Boys. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was 66. Uh, yeah. You know. Man, he retired for one year, probably. <laughs> oh, man. Probably not. Probably not even yeah, retired. Maybe getting ready to retire. He's like. Trying uh, to burn the last of that vacation before he could. Yep. Damn. Hop in the RV. Yeah, he's probably a uh, turkey bombing pilot on, <laughs> on his off time. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. So maybe this is just karma biting him in the ass. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <sighs> Speaking of karma, yeah, I, d- I didn't understand this. This is uh, why would this happen? <laughs> One million cannibal ants trapped in a Soviet nuclear bunker have escaped. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so there was this like colony of ants that got stuck. Like, they've been living underground for years. There's no other food source except for the ants that have died. Yeah, so that's crazy. Yeah, they're just feeding off of the corpses, and they keep... Well, I don't know. Here's what I don't understand. Okay, so the ants, uh, they had no food source other than dead nest mates. Uh, they were first discovered in 2013 and were discovered were found to be solely made up of worker ants, meaning they could not reproduce. How the numbers grew so large is a mystery. Um, I guess they, they're researching the colony. Uh, they found that they're... See, uh, yeah, the, the researchers, uh, they studied the colony to understand how it functioned and installed an escape route to see if its members would leave their home if given the option. Uh, there was a team studying these people that was led by this guy. I can't I even pronounce that. Ooh, Brennan. <laughs> Wojciech Czechniowski. I don't think Czechowski? so. I don't know. Uh, from the Institute of, uh, from the Museum and Institute of Zoology and the Polish Academy of Sciences. Uh, okay, they were carrying out this survey of bats that were living in an abandoned uh, Soviet nuclear bunker. When they came across these wood ants, they were living in an ammunition bunker where the nuclear weapons were once kept. The ants had no access to the outside world and appeared to be to have come from a nest above that was positioned over a ventilation pipe. When the ants fell down the pipe, they were entombed in the bunker. So it's like they were breeding above ground. They were falling into this pipe, and that's how they were like constantly replenishing their, their food supply. Yeah, yeah. There, there was a queen above ground, uh-huh. so that's where they were breeding. Yeah, and then I guess the new ants would fall down the hole and get eaten by the <laughs> ants living in the nuclear bunker. Wow, bunker. that's crazy. So, oh, oh, ah, how did that even happen? <laughs> I don't know. Interesting. <laughs> okay, so uh, they returned to the site two years later and found the colony was not only still there but it had gotten bigger. Jeez, uh, losing. Okay, uh, despite there being no obvious food source, uh, no heat or light, population had grown, and there were hundreds of thousands of them. Let's see, there's a bunch of pictures in this article that I have to scroll through. Looks like ants to me. Yeah, bunch of... So I guess they were providing an escape route, finally. I guess these scientists wanted to see if they would go out and leave or whatever, and... They deserted the bunker. Yeah, they, they deserted the bunker. They're leaving, so they're they're going back to the colony. So now there's... I wonder, a... I wonder what that society's going to turn into. Uh, probably something like the ant version of the Hills Have Eyes, I would imagine. Yeah. Bunch of irradiated cannibals returning to civilization. Yeah, yeah, it's bad news. Nope, can't, that's, that's like can't a, be good. That's the crazy uncle you don't want to hang out with, man. Oof. 
What are we supposed to do with this uh, information, Brennan? I really don't this know. Is, this is crazy. Yeah. Uh, I'm just, I'm interested to see how these ants that were living in a nuclear bunker are going to, like, because sure, surely they've picked are up. Are they going to assimilate back into society? Well, I mean, I'm thinking that, you know, being in a nuclear facility, they're sure they were probably consuming, you know, micro particles of nuclear material. So I'm sure over time that's going to deteriorate their DNA. And especially ants, the, ants are resilient animals. Yeah, it but, depends on their exposure time. Yeah, but, well, I mean, they were down there for, you know, long periods of time. And then they're going to go back to the queen and breed. So they're going to make mutant ants, I would imagine. <laughs> if everything science fiction has taught me. <laughs> Why didn't they throw the queen down there? <coughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. I guess that's not in the uh, yeah maybe. scientific method. Yeah. But they're Russians. They should have really... <laughs> or Polish. I don't know. Where's this? Where'd this happen? Russia? Uh, well, I mean, it was, it was the Polish Institute of Science or whatever that was studying it. But. Yeah. Soviet nuclear bunker. Yeah. Could have been in Poland, I guess. Yeah. Who knows? Anyway. It does feed the imagination. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was the ant bed. That's a... No, it's an unrelated clickbaity story. <laughs> Damn it. Well, now I have a different opinion about this shitty story. <laughs> Just kidding. All right. So, okay, this next story I love. I've seen it. I, I, I've been seeing it for the past, you know, a couple weeks, I guess. Mm -hmm. And, uh... First time I saw it, I was like, damn, this guy is subversive. It, one, subversive as hell. Mm -hmm. uh, two, he's obviously a conspiracy theorist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, three, he's styling. He's styling and profiling with his dog there. Uh, you want to play this clip? Okay. Oh, let, let's, uh, let's just say uh, Fox News guest blurts out Epstein didn't kill himself, but check out how he did it. Hold on. God damn it. Ah. Fuck dry eyes. Actually... You know? No, fuck this nah. shit. Fuck this. Pharmaceutical company propaganda Bullshit. invading gotta, Revenge of the World. We're going to talk over Boo. this so that nobody Boo. ever hears Boo. what this product is. Die, corporate There's overlords, no die. There's no way I'm going to allow this to oh, taint my, God. my this show, our uh, show, Brennan. We're why going can't we fast to, forward? This, uh, there's no clicking button. We can't. No, we can't skip the end. This is terrible. It. Nope. Uh, Gotta go trash. to get there. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, he just slipped it right in there. It took the guy like yep. two seconds to find it. That's great. That, you know, <laughs> there's a whole there's a whole method to being on Fox that you have to contain all the information you want to get across in one sentence, and they will only allow you. I think it was something crazy like five seconds to talk. Yeah. Because Fox News will in, all those people will interrupt the shit out of you and won't let you get across your argument. You yeah. Know? That's their tactic. Yeah. Their standard tactic. So yeah, there, there's this uh, documentary called Outfoxed, mm -hmm. and it's it's about Fox News and and breaks down like all their tactics and stuff. It's it's pretty cool. But uh, yeah, this guy must have seen that yeah. or studied that because he he got it in perfect. <laughs> Just slipped it right there at the end. Yeah. Uh, so I guess for context, uh, this guy is a former Navy SEAL, and they brought him on to talk about military dogs. I guess this was after uh, they got that uh, ISIS leader or whatever. Abu. Bakral Baghdadi. Yeah. The one, the one where they, uh, I don't know, I guess, I don't know if you saw the picture where, I guess, Trump retweeted a picture of himself putting a medal on a dog that was, like, actually a photo of, like, some guy getting, like, some, like, congressman or something getting a medal, and they photoshopped the dog into the picture. Oh, really? Like, it was real. Damn, <laughs> it was really that's bad. awesome. It was terrible. That's awesome. But, uh... <laughs> Yeah, so I guess they were you know talking about that story, and they they brought this guy over from the Warrior Dog Foundation. His name's Mike Ritland. Yeah, and uh, he uh, was talking about these dogs, just normal 
news segment, and then right right there at the end, that was the part that we heard where it just slips in that Epstein didn't kill himself. Yeah, and then just right there on live television, it was great. Yeah. Which is also a meme going around. Yeah, a lot. Uh, you know, it's almost as if reality's become a parody of itself. Yeah, <laughs> like it's absurd to point out a blatant truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just so weird. Like ah, it's so weird. Yeah. Like my favorite thing about the Epstein didn't kill himself thing is that that's a thing that most people that are sort of paying attention more or less universally agree with. You yeah. Know? Like almost everybody that's been monitoring this is like, yeah, obviously he did not kill himself. Right. What's interesting is people's interpretations of that. You know, like people that are like, you know, say more right leaning are like, oh, Bill Clinton's going to prison because Epstein didn't kill himself. Yeah. But you know, your left leaning people are like. Oh, well, Donald Trump's going to prison because look at these pictures of Epstein and Trump, you know? Yeah. And no one's like, there's just so much cognitive dissonance that nobody can put it together and be like, all of these people are scumbags. You know, that's not (laughs) that. That's the unifying thought that would bring everyone together on this thing. Brennan's about to rage against the system. (laughs) But I mean, people are just like so front loaded because of all the other crap that they're consuming. Yeah. That. Yeah, no, they see it through a lens. Yeah, it's like everyone sees it through a lens instead of just for what it is, that all of these people are involved with a pedophile, (laughs) an international, like, pedophile ring, Yeah, you know? And, you know, all they can think of is, well, what does this mean for Donald Trump? (laughs) What does this mean for all the people that you voted for that, you know, think he's, that hung out with that creep too, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. Are we going to do an Epstein episode? Do we have enough to do an Epstein episode? Well, I mean, there's more than enough content. Yeah. We could probably do an all Epstein all the time show. Yeah, probably. You want to do that next time? Sure. Let's do it. Let, let's let's do one more show before my OKC. O, yeah. Whoa, what? Uh, Oklahoma City bombing. OCK? <laughs> what the fuck am I trying this to say? OKC bombing. OKC bombing. There you go. Okay, I thought you were talking about OKCupid. I was like, man, this is getting weird. <laughs> we're talking about Epstein here, <laughs> gonna, and now you're talking about dating sites? Oh. Our show's going to date women <laughs> on the internet. Um, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna both show up with microphones. Uh, yeah, man, let's do an Epstein show. Yeah, let's, let's do an Epstein. Let's show. finally do it. Let, let's do it next week okay. or whenever we get together next. Yeah. And uh, did I mention we're doing this on a Friday morning? We've never done this before. Yeah. Uh, we could have been doing this <laughs> forever, but yeah, it's whatever. Uh, yeah. Um. So this should be out Monday, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Not coming out today. No. Got an interview. Yeah. Um, what Busy else? Doing big things. What else we got? That's all we got for news. Yeah. Okay. Good. Uh, let's do some murder and mayhem. Yeah. Or do you want... No, let's just... Yeah. All right. This one actually came to me from a friend of the show, CJ Meenard. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. He, uh, he sent me a text the other day about this guy. And I don't know. It doesn't really fall into murder or mayhem, but it's weird. It's general weird shit. And I like general weird shit. So we're going to do that. So this is the uh, mysterious tale of a man, the man from Tared. Evidence for parallel universes or embellishment. Uh, yes. Do you want me to answer that? <laughs> Just kidding. Sure. No, go <laughs> Come ahead. Come on. Come on, I, big I know man. nothing. I know nothing. Okay. So there's this guy that uh, 
I guess this was in like in the 50s. This guy shows up at a Japanese airport and he has a passport from this country called Tourette. Um, this was uh, in like July of 1954. Uh, he showed up at, uh, I guess, Tokyo International Airport. He's described as being just a white guy with a beard. Primary language was uh, said to have been French, but he also spoke Japanese and several other languages. So, you know, international airport guy that speaks a lot of languages, not really that weird. Um, there's a couple different versions of, you know, what happened. In one version, uh, they say this guy hands over his passport to be stamped and the Japanese immigration officer notices something strange. Uh, while the passport looked completely authentic, uh, the country where the, you know, is supposed to be from, this country, Tered, uh, was recognized as non-existent either by the officer or one of his colleagues, meaning that, okay, this guy needs to be taken away for interrogation. Uh, in the other version, uh, the man mentioned where he was from, and the immigration officer didn't believe him, so he showed him his passport. And hmm. was like, no, look, this is it. So, uh, see, in the next part of the story, uh, he's like trying to convince the immigration officers that this country actually exists. Uh, according to the traveler, uh, it's located between France and Spain, and they've been, exi- they've been in existence for thousands of years. Uh, you know, the immigration officers pulled out a map. They're like, okay, this is real weird. And uh, the guy points it out. And it's supposed to be occupied by this place called the Principality of Andorra. And was the guy was really confused why it was called that on the map. Because, obviously, this is where he's from. And it's this map is just not lining up with his understanding of reality. Huh. Uh, you know, the Japanese officers, they insisted that this country didn't exist. And the guy is just arguing, no, I'm, I'm from Tered, you know? So he was uh, held by the officers while they... Um, they thought it was a suspicious thing. Maybe thought he was like some kind of criminal on the run or something. So they brought him to a hotel for the night, and um, they had two guards that were placed outside his room. The next morning, whenever the officers went to the man's room, they realized he'd simply vanished, and there, were, there was no sign of escape. He was just gone. Like, all his personal documents, they were gone. Uh, the guy just disappeared into thin air. Huh. So, um, let's see. There's a couple different explanations. Uh, one of the most notable explanations is that he somehow passed through a parallel, parallel dimension by accident. And ended up at uh, Haneda Airport. That's the most plausible explanation? It's just, it's the one of the most well-known. Oh, okay. Um, it's been suggested that there's a parallel Earth, which is similar to ours, with the exception of locations called, that the locations called Andorra is called Tourette over there. It's exactly the same. It's just that one difference or whatever. Huh. Uh, some say that he's a time traveler from the future, though uh, this interpretation is argu- arguably more problematic. Uh, let's see. It's been suggested that the incident, an incident like this did indeed happen, though is perhaps less sensational. Maybe it's just, you know, one of those stories that just grew as an urban legend. Uh, yeah. So basically, that's, 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 that's pretty much it. There's this guy. Nobody knows where he's from. Huh. Disappeared in thin air. Well, fuck. Yeah. Just kind of leaves you hanging there. It's like, but I mean, this is documented. Like, they, this, this happened. Yeah. But that's pretty weird. That's real weird. Uh, what do you think? What year was this? 1954. 1954. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, I mean, possible to fake it, but very difficult. And why? You know? Yeah. Why would be the, you know, the why is the big, and then, and then they escape, you know, just disappeared into thin air. Didn't break out a window. Didn't, you know, shimmy through an air duct. Didn't beat up the guards. If you were a time, <coughs> if you were a time traveler, you would, I mean, I'm just thinking of this right now, but, uh, you would most certainly want to go to a time period where electronic records didn't exist mm-hmm. so that stuff like this yeah. that would happen might be a little more dismissible. Yeah. I mean, Japan's a good target for time travel, I would imagine, you know, given that there was a nuclear disaster, you know, a lot of 10 years before got, it got burned up. Well, I mean, just like, I'm, I'm sure that like, you know, a nuclear discharge of that, you know, size had to have had some sort of like weird effects on things that we don't even know about, you know? Hmm. Are there any pictures? Just the one picture of the guy. 
Let's see. No, it's just, I don't even know if that's the guy. It's just... Uh, that doesn't look, well, no, nah, I don't think so. Just, he does look like he's between France and Spain. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. That's not a 50s jet, that's for sure. No, this picture is photoshopped together. Uh, Man, I just... This is going to give me uh some thoughts. Yeah. Because... This is a story I haven't heard before. Yeah, this is a whole weird wormhole, man. This is a new one for me, yeah. too. I've seen pictures of people with cell phones from, like, the 20s, you know? Yeah. Which yeah, is you, weird. You see, like, the guy that's, like, looking down at his phone. And, yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. This is a weird one. Yeah. I, I want to know more about it. Yeah. It's a, well, I don't I don't know if there is more about it. Do you, do you think there is? I don't know. There could be. I'm definitely curious. Yeah. So, come I on. I never really cared much for time travel stories. Um, there's one about this dude named John Titor. Uh, that was pretty compelling, mm-hmm. but uh, I don't know, man. This is weird. Yeah, that's about all I got. <laughs> yeah, this is weird. This is weird. Quote unquote. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> shit. Let's do some uh, tenfold tirade. UFOs. See a Crazy unexplained shit. It's a tenfold tirade. Did you read this, Brennan? No, I haven't. This is pretty nuts. Uh, UFO group sharing exotic materials with Army for combat vehicles. Whoa. Or at least just admitting to it now. So, uh, you know, as somebody that used to be heavy into this, mm. I would think this that this would go against every fucking principle that the people owning this material would have. Yeah. Sharing, sharing with the ad- military advanced of metallurgy yeah. from space. Uh, from other planets with the fucking U.S. military. Yeah, that's just crazy to me. That's that's what stands out because mm-hmm. that's you know there there have always been rumors that uh, the UFO community had been co-opted mm-hmm. by the government, right? And stuff like this. Uh, I mean that that really stinks of uh, being co-opted. You know? Yeah. Because a lot of this stuff has been. Uh, handed down through generations of of people from like Roswell to like you know other crash incidents, mm-hmm. like quote unquote. I'm gonna say that for the rest of the show. Um, and uh, it was always like those things were like closely guarded by those people. Yeah. Sometimes they got stolen. Yeah. Uh, but usually, you know, people were pretty cautious about yeah. like where that stuff was. The last thing you would do is willfully hand it over to the state. Yes. You know? And uh, it's kind of shocking. Yeah. It's kind of shocking. Um, let's let's do some reading here. The Army's researching whether materials an outside group says were collected from UFOs can be used as cutting-edge technology in combat vehicles, according to interviews and a new research development agreement. Um, yeah, so, uh, what kind of combat vehicles? That's scary, man. Yeah. I mean, just because, just because you can analyze a material doesn't mean you can replicate it. <coughs> um, oh, dude, hold on a second. The Army Command uh, was created last year to spearhead technological innovation, and the vehicle research represents the first formal cooperation between the military and the To the Stars Academy of Arts and Sciences, formed in 2017 by rock musician and UFO believer Tom DeLonge. The Blink-182 guy sold us out. I knew it. I knew it, man. I could see this coming from a million miles away. Remember I was telling you, uh, retired government officials... Yeah, but this this seems more legit than the '90s stuff. Yeah, but you know, ever since the '90s uh, or '80s, yeah, uh, UFO community was full of like charlatans and stuff like that. Uh-huh. But now that 
you're getting these like basically government spooks involved in the UFO stuff. Right. Man. It seems more shady and uh that's wow. that's crazy. That's crazy. That's uh really disappointing. Man, drop the ball, man. Jesus. <clears throat> that sucks. So we're going to commandeer this pop star guy. Yeah. Into using his influence into getting us some uh like he's used his own influence and money for our army to get to a certain point and then he sold everybody out <laughs> yeah. oh, god god i got Should've okay. seen it coming so after reading this uh i've got to put my ear to the ground and see if who else is Man, pissed off about it this is messed up <laughs> okay so you know the you know, the, I don't know how bad this is because the government's always had access to UFO wreckage. Yeah. So I'm sure anything that could be brought to the table wouldn't be that new, you know? Yeah. The, the thing is, though, like, it's really, I feel like this, the whole rollout of this has been staged, though. Because, I mean, think about it. I mean, there, there was, you know, he, you know, Tom DeLong was talking about how he had some stuff or whatever. The government initially denied it. Yeah. Then, you know, they, <clears throat> there was kind of a rollout where they were, like, starting to say, oh, well, yeah, some of the stuff that this guy has is true. And they, like, started admitting to things. And now they're rolling it out that he's not only, you know, has some true information, but he's the, that he's sharing it with them, you know? And Trump brought out Space Force not too long before it, that. Th- this, is, this is an obvious rollout of this information. Yeah, you put all the pieces together and, okay, I'm going to throw this... 10 years into the future right okay. now. All right. Using my imagination. Okay. Uh, so we got a few components. Space Force being one. <coughs> uh, this technology um, integrating with the Army is another. And this is just... This smells like breadcrumbs to me. You know, like uh, this information coming out leading to this other information leading to what we were supposed to talk about after this, which is Pro- Project Bluebeam. Right. Which... There are a lot of people in the um, conspiracy community that think Project Bluebeam is like right over the horizon yeah. because uh, the technology is there to fake stuff mm-hmm. and make it look like this technology is from you know outside our, our Earth. <clears throat> and if you combine it with this happening in 2019, that will possibly lead to the government saying we now have the technology to combat these enemy beings or whatever yeah. whatever it's going to be i don't know so but, the ending of watchmen basically <laughs> well Pro- project blue beam is a cons- pull it pull it up so we can get like a a good understanding of exactly what it is <clears throat> it's conspiracy theory that claims that nasa is attempting to implement a new age religion with the antichrist as its head and start a new world order via technologically simulated second coming. All right, well, that's a little out there. Yeah. That doesn't really... I mean, we could go into why that does make sense, but mm. let's let's keep it 100% in reality and say Project Bluebeam is to, supposed to... It's like Independence Day. It's supposed to conglomerate every country right. on the Earth to oppose this one enemy force from yeah. outside our world, which is what Ronald Reagan talked about. Yeah. And... Ending of Watchmen. Uh, Gorbachev <laughs> said, or was it Gorbachev? I think he was like, it's too soon to be talking about stuff like that. Something like that. Uh, I don't know. What's his response? Anyway, um, so Project Bluebeam isn't even like a legitimate thing that someone has evidence of. It's just rumor and hearsay. Mm. But it's supposed to basically fake an alien invasion. Yeah. And uh, 
the countries of the world are supposed to repel it in order to create a one world government. Right. And I think if that were to happen, I mean, of course, our show would blow up because we're the. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> we would go to prison. <laughs> we'd go happen. to prison. Yeah, we'd be Epstein. Lock the um, gulag. So for that to happen, there there has to be things that lead up to that, mm-hmm. like maybe this fake technology being uh, created to repel that other fake force. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. So whether it's real, whether we have that technology or not, it's got to look like we do. Right. So I don't know, man. That's that might be a little too convoluted to understand. I, I I can see where you're going, and it makes sense. Yeah, it's just mm. Project Bluebeam is is not even the end of the of the line. I mean, the the government, the one world system, is supposed to be the goal, you know? Right. Um, and that's just a way to get there. Because man, economic warfare is taking forever. Yeah. Like these countries are holding out for so long. Mm-hmm. And if if that's the goal, yeah, it's ta- it's taken too long. Yeah. So Project Bluebeam, I could see. Yeah, I think happening. Just what's happening to us, like ecologically, you know, it's like clocks ticking. They they need to get the ball rolling. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know what else we got. Um, that's that's it, man. That's it. That's the that's, show. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Oh, we got friend questions. Duh. Oh yeah. Do we? Uh, yes. pull up me old cellular phone let me go to facebook where all the questions are (laughs) (laughs) all right first friend question uh what did you guys think of terminator dark fate i haven't seen it i haven't seen it either uh but there's been a lot of hate there's always a lot of hate uh online about it so i'm really curious to know (laughs) whether it's good or not Eh, i don't know I'll, I'll, i'll probably see it when it comes on i've seen all the other terminators i mean it's it's uh if none of those movies existed it'd be completely fine yeah <laughs> uh i mean i i enjoyed the uh sal- i enjoyed salvation kind of because mm-hmm. i like christian bale yeah and uh sam worthington they were really good mm-hmm. actors to be playing apart from each other but uh <coughs> terminator 3 i didn't really care too much for yeah, terminator 3, terminator 3 kind of sucks junk um this one, I don't know, Linda Hamilton. Yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger's looking pretty fucking old. Yeah. He's yeah. really old. He's an old man. He's in like he's the 70s now, man. isn't he? Yeah. Uh so I don't know how much he has left in the in the way of action, but uh I wonder how long he's gonna live. How long do you think Arnold Schwarzenegger's gonna live? He's rich as fuck. He's probably gonna live a very long time. Do you think he'll break a hundred? Uh he probably will, but I probably won't. <laughs> so I I mean He's also a big guy that's put a lot of demand on his system. He's really not that big, though. Well, I he, mean, but I mean, he's he's done a lot of like physically, you know, steroids. Well, steroids, yeah. But I mean, he's done a lot of like hard work with his body too. He's he's yeah. put himself through a lot. Well, he's had heart surgeries too. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. Hard mm. to tell. Yeah. He looks good. I mean, he looks like he's holding up okay for his uh, age. For you sure. know, makeup and and hair products are doing mm-hmm. their job, especially for him. Mm-hmm. Plus, he takes care of himself. Yeah. I mean, he can afford the best of the best. Right. everything so it's all good yeah he he you know the older he gets the more he reminds me of jack Lalane. Yeah. you know jack Lalane? Yeah, yeah yeah he was a a fitness guy from the 50s mm-hmm. and he lived he lived to be in his late 80s yeah and he could still do physical stuff yeah uh but arnold arnold looks at pumping weight as something to do for longevity yeah who knows mm-hmm. i don't know man i think the more you you work the uh the more your body yeah 
creates yeah, I mean, that's the ability to do it. You know? Fred Astaire, you know, he moved in, well, even, uh, you know, Dick Van Dyke, you know, yeah. he can still move, you know, he, he was just, uh, he did some Mary Poppins thing like a year ago or something. Yeah. He's, he's still dancing, you know. Can he do pratfalls? I mean, not like that, no, but he's like, he's. <laughs> he used to be known for like tumbling and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he can still move around really well though. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's in his 90s and he's, yeah. he's still getting it, you know, he's yeah. still dancing stuff, so. Yeah. Yeah, gotta keep moving. Whatever you need to do, man. Yeah. I think it's part of why my it. knee has started going bad. Is I haven't been skating as much. Really? Yeah, it started. Gotta like, keep it getting real stiff. You working. Know? Of course, I can't skate right now because someone stole my car. Well, no, they didn't stole my stole car. They stole your, my skateboard. Stole your uh, your tiny car, tiny yeah. your engineless car. I wish they would have stolen my car. That really? Sweet. Yeah. Why? I don't know. Be done with it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next question. Uh, sorry, Stephen. We haven't. Neither of us have seen it, but uh, I'm curious. Why don't you? Why don't you give us a review? Yeah. Uh, Lee Dog Giannis asks, "Why do you think bending behind the nut? What do you think bending behind the nut means? One, deshelling cashews. Two, code for a prostate exam. Three, a guitar technique. Or four, a slang term for getting pegged." Well, I mean, it, it is a guitar thing. Yeah. Well, it seems like it would. Be, yeah, that, yeah, that's that's like a. Uh... The beginning of Iron Man. That's how Tommy Iommi gets it to go because yeah. he's bending it behind the nut. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Huh, interesting. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with two prostate exam. Yeah. Uh, Michael Garcia says, asks, what do you think about Disney Plus? Michael, I fucking love it. I think it's great. You get you get an app that gives you Star Wars, Disney, whatever, Marvel. whatever that means, Marvel, um, and Pixar mm. all in one thing that's probably gonna ruin netflix <laughs> i'm i'm tired of subscribing to things though already you barely got off cable generation what are you talking about generationally I, I i haven't had cable for i don't know I, I don't remember the last time i had cable honestly i mean it's it's probably been maybe nine years we had cable not too long ago yeah. and i definitely what what all <coughs> oh but you have shutter and Probably yeah. a couple other things, right? I mean, I have uh, you know Shutter through Amazon Prime, Amazon Prime, Hulu, Netflix, and yeah, I mean that's that's already like four things that I'm paying for. That's probably about fifty bucks a month total, you know. And like the whole reason for cutting the cord was the fact that we were paying ninety dollars to yeah. watch a bunch of shit we don't want to watch. We're just right back in the same place. It's just on our computer on our phone now. Ninety bucks, it's pretty cheap for cable. Yeah, it's pretty weird. It's pretty, and you weird. still have to pay for your internet. So like, yeah, it's like you actually wind up worse off. I'm getting to where I just want to start buying DVDs again. Yeah, I, I know. You can have all mine. Okay, yeah, <laughs> I'll take them. Uh, I don't know, dude. Uh, cable fucking sucks uh, because you have to watch shit ton of commercials. And I still get that with YouTube. And Hulu. Which sucks. Hulu, you can pay to get out Yeah, you have to pay more. Yeah. Um, Disney Plus, you actually have the option of, of getting Hulu added to the package, which is cool because it's only, it's way cheaper, you yeah. know? like getting the espn bundle yeah with the cable company you actually do get espn bundled with disney <coughs> so we're, we're, we're right back where we were 10 years ago <laughs> you think so yeah just about i think i think the quality is a lot better there's though. a there's a little bit more of an i mean carte. because you think think about it you're paying for cable and you're only watching five percent if if that of the hundred and fucking fifty channels yeah the quality of of what you're streaming is is more dedicated to what you like to me mm. i've been watching disney that disney plus non-stop since i got it last week i'm surprised it's worked that well for you it didn't at first but i think it was where's that static i, I think know. it was my own fault for uh putting in the wrong password so mm. um yeah I, I, i'm enjoying the hell out of it 
Uh, Rob Zip asks, why did I see this after you probably already recorded your show? Well, Rob, <laughs> that's because Facebook sucks. sucks. And uh, they think they can manage your content better than you can. Yep. So Just your, like the cable your, company. Your friends, family, and uh, recruits will only <laughs> see your stuff after a few days after... Yep. You know, it's not, you know, you're not supposed to post time sensitive stuff, I guess. Unless you pay whatever you have to pay to promote all your stuff. And, Correct. You know. Correct. We're right back where we were with the cable companies, man. Yep. <laughs> uh, the sweet golden where, age of streaming is done. <laughs> where where did this uh, desire for control come from? Because, you know, I feel like I'm, I've been shadow banned on Instagram. Yeah. Because where my artwork used to get 100 likes in like two days, mm. I'm getting 35 likes in seven days. Yeah. You know, so I haven't changed, you know, no. I don't think my audience enjoys my stuff any less. It's pay to play. Uh, is that what it is? That's what it is. It's ultimately at the end of the day, Instagram is owned by Facebook. Facebook has to make money, you know, and by, by whenever, whenever any company provides you with a free service, you know, you become the product. That means, you know, the way they make their money is advertising. Right. You know, whoever. But pays- you would think that it would be advertising to you rather than you having to pay to be an advertiser to your friends. Yeah. That just seems wrong. Like, <laughs> yeah, really it fucking does. wrong. It's wrong. You're, you're trying to use their platform to communicate with people. It's not social media anymore. But it's, they want to juice you even more. They're They're sending you, you know. What is the name of that 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 weekly sales paper you used to get in the mailbox all the time? The green sheets? No, uh, the red something or other. Anyway, I used to it's coupons. Yeah, you know everything is that now. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's really disappointing. It is. And yeah. where does the CIA fit into this? What are they getting out? What the fuck is that? What are they getting out of? I like how every time we start talking about the CIA, the mics start buzzing. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if that flower shop van yeah, is down. Flowers the street. by Irene. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, man, it's just, you know, I read that uh, Jeff Bezos has a 600, wait, is it a 600,000 contract or $600 million contract with the CIA? It's probably 600 million. <laughs> yeah, probably. He probably wouldn't even care about, he'd wipe his ass with 600 grand. Yeah. I think Bezos is listening. Yeah. Uh, so, where is that coming from? You're conducting. What? Wait. What is going on? Music. Oh, uh-oh. I think my board's going out. You got a short well, fuck me. I guess this is the end of the show. So if we don't come back, it's because uh, I'm broke and I can't afford a new soundboard. Anyway, uh, yeah, what does the CIA own and why? I would like I would like to know what the CIA assets are on the fucking uh, expense reports. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, yeah, I don't got anything else. Do you? No. Brennan? I'm just hungry. <laughs> it's been an hour and a half, give or take. Um, what else we got? Uh, thank you to Lone Star Buttons. Uh, if you have something to promote, it is an inexpensive way to promote it. Um, pin-on buttons are pretty cool. Uh, they're inexpensive, and they get a lot of attention, it seems like. Uh, if you want to create a button of your own, get in touch with Lone Star Buttons by email at info at LoneStarButtons.com, or you can call the owner, Adam Stimpy Jones, at 281-798-1996. Use the coupon code, I want to suck on your hairy tits, and get some buttons thrown in for free. They don't only do buttons, they do magnets, bottle openers, and mirrors. So, check that shit out. We're also brought to you by Jessica Dieter, agent of insurance. 
agent of insurance. Yeah, I was kind of wondering why you weren't delivering with that with all the vibrato this well, time. <laughs> I'm a little run down. I'm very, I've been very nervous for the past two days. Uh, you can call if you're located in the Texas state of Texas, the Texas state of Texas, Texas state of Texas, and you have auto, uh, homeowners, renters, or life insurance. And you want to shop it around, give Jess a call at 713-2, nope, that's wrong, 281-607-5263. She will shop for the best deal at the lowest price, and she's very good at her job. She's doing very well right now, and we're all very proud of her. All right, that is that. Brittany, you got anything else? Oh, go visit us at revengeworld.com. See what uh, see what's up with our Instagram and I would say Facebook. Well, yeah, we still have a Facebook page. Yeah, go check it out or not, whatever. Quit Facebook. We're out of here. Uh, gently go fuck someone. <laughs>